Welcome. You are listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have my friend Casey McReynolds on with me this week. Welcome, Casey. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. So I have had Casey on before. You may remember her if you've been following my podcast for a while, but I had asked Casey to be on my episode sharing words for the new year, and we decided we would do a second episode so she could share. And I didn't give you guys too long of an episode all in one. (laughs) So We're so excited about this year and everything that the Lord is doing and working on. And I am really excited to hear what Casey has to share that the Lord has been speaking to her. So welcome, welcome. And what you got? (laughs) (laughs) What a question. (laughs) Well, I am. um, I'm really excited for this year. I really sense in my spirit that it's a big year, more than just in you know, what we can see in the physical, you know, there's lots of things coming, you know, politically and and things like that. But um, I just have this real sense in my spirit that this is just a big year, um, that there are surprises that God has for us people. Last night, I actually, I felt like I dreamed of promises like that theme over and over. And I was really, it's been sitting with me all day long and I kept getting uh, promises in the number seven, and seven is fullness, it's completion. Yeah. I just, I personally have this sense that there is, there is just a fullness to like promises that people have been waiting on, things they've been waiting for God to do that, you know, it's kind of seemed like, you know, do I give up? <laughs> you know, do I, do I change course? Do I shift things? And I just really sense that this year is there's just going to be a fullness to the promises that God has made to people. And it looks different for everybody, right? Because we all, you know, have different circumstances and more yeah. situations, but um, I think it's going to be a year that's just full. It sounds funny to say full of God's faithfulness because he's always faithful, but just being able to actually see and touch and live in and walk in um, to the promises that many of us have probably just been contending for, believing for, sowing into, you know, just trying to do the things we know we should do, you know, yes, have a sense that this is like the fullness, like this year, we're going to walk into the fullness of those promises. That is amazing. And I totally feel that too. I can't say that I've had like a specific word about that per se, but I shared on the last episode, you know, sometimes God gives me a word Mm -hmm. for the year or like something very specific. And I've had Nothing like that. Exactly. (laughs) I had a word a few months back, probably in September, I think is when he said this, that basically was, you know, when you step into the promise, it doesn't mean you step into peace. You step into war initially. Joseph and the Israelites didn't step into peace when they crossed into their promise. They had to take everything that belonged to them. But I gave it to them because I promised it and it was theirs, you know? So he had kind of spoken that to me and leading up to 2024, I just kept feeling that 
Like we were on this threshold. We were in this transition and we were in not just the transition or the threshold, but we were in that place of warring, mm. you know? And I also have felt, I know for me personally, and generally when things happen for me personally in this way, it's really a word corporately <laughs> because I tend to experience corporate words. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had a lot of breakthroughs towards the promise and about the promise and yet didn't see the full manifestation yet, you know, and it was like, it's here. Like he said, it's here. But this is not exactly what I thought it would look like. And yes, like you said, it's like he said, no, you know, when you cross into the promise, you're in the promise, but it's war initially. And I give you everything. So. <laughs> You know, they stepped in, Joseph and the Israelites, and they had to battle for Jericho, but they took it and they got the spoils. And then they had to battle for the next place, but they took it and they got the spoils. So I love, I love what you shared because that makes so much sense with what the Lord was speaking to me at the end of last year, you know, and the sense that I have had going into this year. Yeah. It's, it's really amazing. It's interesting. You're talking about. Joshua and the Israelites, because I, you know, this very similarly, usually the Lord, I usually ask him for a word going into the next year, just to kind of mark my year and set the tone. And this uh, going ending 2023 and going into 2024, um, I felt like he gave me two words um, and they were contend and establish. And it wasn't, and and, and specifically in that order, not like, you know, establish, you know, and contend, but it was contend and establish it was, you know, stand and build. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's interesting that that a lot of times, you know, we when we do walk into a promise and we're waiting on a promise, there is a lot of stuff that we have to contend. We have to we have to stand. We have to fight. We have to just be determined. And you know, it gets challenging because it gets it can get really tiring. <laughs> you know, it's like hope deferred. You know, like makes the heart sick. Then it it gets really hard you know, when you're waiting, but it's exciting, I think, because it just feels like, I feel like there's just a lot of momentum going into this year Yes, that God is really, he's just really setting things up. One of the, one of the things he said to me a couple of years ago was um, he talked to me about how he's the master strategist, you know, and you, you think about in terms of like playing chess, my son and my husband love to play chess. You know, it's like having, that strategy and how you're going to, you know, beat your opponent, you know, and it's, it's funny to say it because, you know, people talk about, you know, well, there's, you know, it's sort of um, a bad, you know, battle of good and evil, you know, and it's like, well, I believe that's true on, you know, a little bit, but at the same time, like the devil's not equal to God in any way, you right. know, really no, no contest, you know? Yes. But, you know, the devil is cunning and he is crafty. But God is the master strategist. And so like I feel like there is just a lot of momentum in terms of like God is very specifically moving pieces, moving people. I I just have the sense that like relate there's a shift in relationships. And actually, I was thinking Cindy Jacobs just released a word and it was talking about, you know, not allowing division the spirit of division and things like that to come into relationships. And it was really, I think, interesting for me because there's a great word. I love Cindy Jacobs. The other side of that is I had been feeling and sensing the Lord talk to me about like shifting in relationships. 
and having the understanding, you know, like we actually have to have discernment and we have to ask the Holy Spirit yeah, to give us the discernment, to know the difference, to actually know, you know, is this division or Lord, are you just shifting something? Do I need to, you know, where you're taking me right now or what you have me to walk into? Yeah. Does that mean that this relationship I have with a person does it doesn't need to look different? You know, like one of the things the Lord is really emphasizing is actually understanding about who has access to me and what level of access that they have and really being discerning and being wise about it, you know, and so kind of understanding that, you know, a relationship may not necessarily be over, but it just might look different in this season than it looked in the last season. And that's okay because it's part of life. Seasons change and things shift. But I think it's definitely something thinking about with what Cindy Jacobs shared about, you know, being mindful that that the enemy wants to actually cause division. He wants to break up relationships and alignments and assignments among people because, you know, multi- when we multiply, you know, the kingdom advances, you know, so he wants to cause division so that can't happen. I think it's really good and mindful to to be really asking the Holy Spirit, you know, what do my relationships need to look like this year? You know, like who am I connected to um, that I, I don't need to be or, who, you know, what do my connections look like? I feel like there's just a lot of wisdom going forward into this year just because of what God is doing and what he's orchestrating. And it's just, I, I feel like it's part of, it's part of being a good steward of partnering relationship with him. If that makes if that makes sense at all. Yes, it totally does. Yeah. You know, I've had this sense that this is a time where God is removing what's wrong and solidifying what's right and bringing people even back into right relationship and out of wrong ones. So it's interesting that she talked about that. I would I would almost venture to say she's more talking about like be careful of Leviathan and the twisting that the enemy does, you know. Because I have really felt a sense, well, you know me, so you know that I actually raise awareness for domestic abuse and such. Mm -hmm. And I have actually felt this sense of God's justice is coming down now. Like you were talking about chess and I was like, yeah, it's a checkmate time. You know, like (laughs) checkmate. I could almost hear God's voice say, checkmate. You know, like he is the master strategist and he is the one that's in control And, you know, sometimes the enemy thinks that they're doing great and winning. And then God steps in and goes, oops, checkmate. (laughs) Guess you didn't see that coming, huh? And I I just have had sort of a sense of that. I really feel like this is a time when actually God's stepping in and sovereign power in some situations Mm -hmm. is needed to, to deal with some things. And you know, we've seen that in very public forums recently. Like, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but the war in Israel and the balance between that, there was a Turkish leader that basically said that those in Israel could not escape the wrath of Allah, even if they could escape the warring wrath. And it was like, uh, and then he dropped dead two seconds later from a heart attack on live television. God is not messing around in this season. No, not at all. (laughs) Those who have mocked him will not be able to mock him any longer. God will not be mocked. You know, I know I've shared that word on the podcast in the past, but a couple years ago now, the Lord said very loudly, God will not be mocked. And he brought it up to me a number of times. Like, 
do not pay attention to what the enemy is trying to do in some of these situations, especially the things that you've been contending for, you know, like you were saying, there are situations and promises people have been contending for that the enemy has fought them so hard. But God's like, no, do not pay attention to what the enemy is doing. Do not worry about that. I will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. Yeah. And this is that season where God's like, I will not be mocked and I'm coming in and I'm making it happen. You know, I really have felt that on some level. And that means that we have to be in a position to walk with the Lord. You know, Joshua and the Israelites, they had to fight, but they didn't really have to fight most of the time. They just had to follow God's instructions. Mm-hmm. They just had to walk with the Lord. I mean, they walked around a wall for seven days and it came down. You know, they didn't have to do much there except for follow God's instructions. Yeah. So we show up to walk with the Lord in this season and he does the work of bringing the enemy down. Yeah, it it is such a case of keeping our eyes on him and not everything around us. Yes. You know, and I th- I think I... I might have shared it yesterday on Facebook, but and I think it's it's a popular uh, graphic. But it's you know it says you know don't let what you see forget what I said, as if God is mm-hmm. saying it. Yeah, um, and it's it's so true in that you know when God has said something, you know when He says it, He does actually establish it. You know it is even if we don't see it, the manifestation at that very moment when He says something, it is established because He creates when He speaks, and. Yeah. And if he says something, he says it, you know, like, like yeah. that's it. And so it's, it's actually, it, and it's, it's, it's so much harder to do than it is to say, because we're human and, yeah. you know, circumstances can look pretty daunting and overwhelming and you can feel helpless when you don't have the answers, when you don't feel like, you know, and when, when, when there's that temptation and I know the enemy does it because it's the temptation that if you don't have the answer that you're being irresponsible, that you're not actually doing the right thing when it's, it really all comes down to a matter of no, that's faith. And that's trust. Like I'm trusting God. I don't have to have an answer. I don't have to tell you how this is going to work out. I don't have to tell you how I'm going to pay this bill or, you know, you know, wherever it might go. I don't have to tell you how I'm going to, you know, reconcile this relationship or if it will be reconciled. Like, it's just a matter of, well, what has God said? Yeah. And like, and yep. keeping our eyes on him and, and being able to, like you're saying, we have to be able and be ready. We have to be at a place where we, we're not so distracted by everything else, but that we can actually walk in step with the Holy Spirit because we, we don't want to get behind and we don't want to get ahead and we don't want to be distracted, you know? And so it takes a lot of discipline on our part to be tuned in to the Holy Spirit and to be listening for him and watching for him. Um, and be ready, you know, when he says, move, move, when he says, don't move, don't move, <laughs> you know, like we have to be ready and we have to be paying attention. And, you know, you said it kind of perfectly, like, you know, Joshua and the Israelites, they didn't have to do much. They just had to obey, you yeah. know, whether it made sense or not. And so it's, <laughs> it's that part of, you know, leaning not on our own understanding, but just trusting him because he does make he makes our burden light when we when we actually are in step and in yoke with him that the the things that we have to do aren't hard you know like there might be a difficulty but they're not hard you know yeah. because it's him and yeah. he's actually the one that will do all the heavy lifting you know yeah. it's just a matter of paying attention <laughs> yeah 
Yes, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. Sometimes I think even when we're walking with him, we want to take more of the burden on ourselves, but we don't need to. All we have to do is show up and meet him and be obedient to what he says, you know? Yeah. And I I love what you said about you feel like this is a season where relationships are going to be shifting. Mm -hmm. Because yes, I, I think it was Shamel Solomon the other day was talking about how God is undoing some things and redoing other things. And my friend Shannon Davis kept thinking about that. And as you were talking too, and as we were just sharing about this, I kept hearing her say it's the undoing and the redoing. And yeah, it is. It's a time of shifting, mm-hmm. but it's good shifting. It's removing what's wrong and reestablishing what's right. Yeah. It's undoing the things that the enemy has tried to build up and create in the last few years, you know, or or longer, depending. And it's reestablishing the right things in people's lives. And in some instances, reestablishing right relationships that have been affected by some of the wrong things going on, you know? Yeah, I really just, that's what I've felt. It's a time that he's removing what's wrong and establishing what's right. And that goes for relationships too. So it's really about that discernment, as you said, seeking the Lord. (laughs) What do you say about this, Scott? What is the fruit in this situation? Does this person have a place in my life? Are they bringing good fruit or bad fruit? Mm-hmm. You know, what would you have me do about it? And embracing the new good things that God's bringing too. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one. I, I want to say, it, you know, we need to buckle up, but I mean it in a good way, not in like yeah. a... <laughs> not- yeah. Not not in a not in a bad, not in a doom and gloom way, but just like I think it's gonna be an exciting year. I yeah. think people are are gonna be so surprised um when they see the Lord's hand move in the ways that they've been believing and waiting. And I think it will actually be surprising that that you know, sometimes we can even get into our own mind and our own perspective what it will look like when when the promise comes, when a prayer is answered, we know when when the thing that we've been waiting on or even many things, you know, we've been longing for them that they're fulfilled that oh it's going to look this way. And I think people are going to be really surprised when they when they see the Lord do it and it's yeah. like, "Oh, I didn't think it looked like this, but it's fantastic." Yeah. <laughs> I know for me and my husband, we kind of closed out Last year, I uh, went to Australia. Um, I was at Awaken the Dreamscape where Jennifer Evaz was. And I had this really cool, I guess like I would say prophetic encounter, but also the Lord just answered something for me that I just, it was just like a personal thing. Like it's not a big thing, you know, but a couple of friends when we were in California and you were there too at the Healing and Miracle School, a couple of friends got Australian money. Um, like Americans got were gifted Australian money from Australians. And I was like, oh, I want to join that club. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that would just be so cool. And so I was just kind of like asking the Lord. And it was just a it's just a me, you know, just like a me, yeah. you know. Um, and then um the Lord did it when I was in Australia. I was I was given um money as a gift, as a blessing. And the Lord spoke to me through that money. It was um, it was a $50 Australian bill. And I was just like marveling at it one because their money is beautiful. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's so it's 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 gorgeous. 
But also I was just marveling at, I was like, gosh, this, I was like, this has to be significant in the amount of what it is. And Jubilee. Yeah. And so, and the Holy Spirit said, he goes, well, what, what is 50? You know? And I just, I love how he interacts. Cause I was just like, oh, uh-huh. the, you know, I was like, I know this is something he's like, yeah, let's, you know, get into it. And he's like, what's 50? And I was like, well, 50 is Jubilee. 50 is like release. It's, you know, your debts were canceled. If you were a slave, you were allowed to go free. And he said, he said, this is a sign that everything that has been held up for you is like, I'm dealing with it and it's broken. This is a sign of breakthrough. And I was like, just mind blown because I'm like, that, that is all I felt like we were dealing with up to that point was just delay after delay after delay, no open doors, lots of closed doors. And the day that I received that was Mon- I was, it was Monday. Uh, I was in Australia, so it was still Sunday in America. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't call my husband to tell him because of the time difference. But I was just like, I was like trying to text him like, I just got this blessing and I feel the Holy Spirit all over it. Like, I know this is God, like, this is just wild. And then when it was Monday in America, my husband calls me and he's like, I have can't, I have got to tell you this thing when you come home, like you're not going to believe what happened. And so then we talk and we get to exchange and it's just like the timing of it all was so God. Yes. Like now what we're, uh, we're walking into, into this new year as the Lord has just opened doors and opened connections and, and is just aligning us with people. And I mean, just, it's like wild. Like, it's just, it's so wild because we're, there was literally like, we don't know what we're going to do. It's like, (laughs) Now all of a sudden we 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 know what we're doing in a small sense, but you know, in the bigger yeah. sense, we're like, Lord guide us. But it was it was just something like that. Like the Lord just shifted everything there. It was just a suddenly, you know, and it we didn't think it would look the way that it is looking, you know. Yeah. So it's actually we were talking, it's like, gosh, this is so fantastic because it's just God. Yeah. And I know a lot of it is coming off of our obedience to say yes to move that yeah. we're actually living in the blessing of obedience mm-hmm. of doing what he said to do you know was it easy no yeah. <laughs> you know like there were you know it was it was difficult it wasn't hard it was difficult um it wasn't impossible but it was difficult but being able to see the fruit of that you know yes. we're, we're about 18 months in from our mm-hmm. move so being able to see like God is so faithful. And also like, this doesn't look anything like we thought, <laughs> you know, yeah. look, but it's fantastic because it's him, you yeah. know? And so it's just, that's what I think is like, just going to be like, blow so many people's minds this year. Yeah. Like, yeah, wow, I've been waiting for this thing, but it actually looks so much different. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking as you were talking back to this Joshua and the Israelites metaphor too. This is what I feel like this time is. It's like leading, you are talking about the momentum into 2024. And yes, there's been this momentum. There's been this pressing, like in some ways on all sides for a period, but it's almost like we've been marching around the walls. Mm-hmm. We've been marching around those walls of Jericho. We're like, okay, Lord, we've crossed over the Jordan. We're here. This is not what we expected to find was this big old fortress, you know, like, what is this? And we've been marching and we've been marching 
and the walls are about to come down. Yeah. And I felt this sense of anticipation, mm -hmm. like so much anticipation, like any moment now, any moment now, you know, right. and I've been hearing Amos 913 a whole lot, you know, that's, that's, that's that is like, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, a word the Lord has been speaking to me for like almost the last two years. Yes. Yeah. He's been speaking it for a while, but recently back to back to back to back to back, mm -hmm. I've heard it, you know, and for those of you who aren't familiar with it, I like the message translation of this particular verse the best because it just puts it in such a conversational tone that's so understandable, but it's, you know, any moment now it will happen so fast. Your head will swim blessing upon blessing everywhere you look basically. And that's not word for word, but that's the gist of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It's one of those time periods. I really feel that, that there has been a pressing on all sides, but now there's a release that's happening. Uh -huh. And it's funny because as I was seeking him for a word this year, you were saying contend and build. Mm -hmm. So again, a few months back in October, he gave me to take. He actually gave me a Strong's Concordance number. This is the Lord is very interesting the way he speaks to me sometimes. I was on my way back home traveling with three guys in our uh, like 16 hour drive on the way back to Tennessee from Kansas. Cause we had just led worship for a revival for the weekend. And I was in that trying to fall asleep state, but still awake. <laughs> and I saw this number clear as day and I kept hearing it and I can't remember the number now, but it was a number repeating. And I went, wait a second, this number came out of nowhere. This is clearly the Lord. So I literally, like, I didn't have any way to look it up at the time. I wasn't getting reception, but I text the number to the group or no, I didn't have my phone. That's what it was. I told the drummer, I'm like, Hey, will you text this number to me in our group message? <laughs> and he said, yes. So he texted it to me. I literally didn't have my phone. It was like charging in the front or they were using it for the navigation, you know? And I was trying to sleep. So he texts me this number in our group text. And when I get home, I look it up and it's a Strong's Concordance reference. And I knew that as soon as I got it, I'm like, this is a Strong's Concordance. I, I knew like he, he basically told me that. So I look it up and it meant to take, to take. And really that's what the Israelites did when they stepped in the promise. They took everything that belonged to them. They had to go and take it. And he was like, to take. And I'm like, okay, this is my season to take back everything. Everything that the enemy stole, I'm taking it back. I'm, you know, it's like pursue and you will recover all. That was like my personal word from the Lord this year. And when I sought him for one word, I didn't get one word. It was like one moment, restoration. Then it was reconciliation. It was recompense. And it was recovery and double for your trouble, you know? And I'm like, well, those are all good words. So I'll, I'll just take it all Lord. All the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is an exciting season for sure. For sure. And those who have been positioned with the Lord and contending it is, it's like that open the floodgates kind of time. Yeah. I, I was thinking yesterday I was, um, I was getting one of my, I think my youngest, I was getting her out of the car to take her in. And she said, why do we have to 
get out. <laughs> you know, I said, well, you have to, you have to get out to go in. You know, we have to get out of the car to go in the house. Yeah. And just right about the time I, I was like saying that to her, and I was just feeling the Lord on, you know, so mm-hmm. so often. I mean, just I mean, it's scripture. You know, like, you know, you have to go out before you can move into the blessing. Yes. And and I think there has been for for many people. I know I have felt. You know, I've I've moved out of something. I, you know, I've moved out of everything familiar. You know, and while while we've moved somewhere, you know, we've still been in in a in a time of transition that yeah. was like what I really would like transition to be over. You know, I really, I'd really like to feel established. You know, like that's that's a word um, that I've just been standing on. I'm like, Lord, you you know, you said this is what it would look not what it would look like necessarily, but you said this is what would happen that yes. you would establish us and you would plant us and. And still very much feeling not planted, <laughs> you know, like not like we're in a position right now to actually put down like real roots, but having that desire. And I was just reminded, I was like, okay, you know, you have to go out to go in. Yeah. You have to go out to go in. And thinking of, you know, you, you get out like get, like here, it wasn't like cold by most places cold. You know, I live in Southern Louisiana, but <laughs> it was cool for here. <laughs> You know, and so in thinking, you know, to my to my two year old, you know, like, well, why do I have to get out? You know, the car, I'm warm in the car, you know. Right. I'm in this place of like I'm comfortable, you know. Why do I have to go out to go, you know? <laughs> it's like, well, we have to get out of the warm car to go in our nice cozy, you know, house, you know, <laughs> like we have to brave the elements for all of 45 seconds, you know, <laughs> but just in thinking that, you know, like, because it's so, it is childlike, you know, that's, that's the kingdom, you know, and yeah. it's a part of, you know, having that understanding that, you know, some of us, you know, we're, we've had to go out before we can go in. And, and I think that time is changing that we're actually going to be able to walk into what we've been, you know, wanting to be yeah. in. Yeah, I had to laugh when you said it's 45 seconds and then we'll be in the cozy warm house and I thought that's what it is to God, you know? The time frame that we're like it's been so long to him it is like 45 seconds. <laughs> time is nothing to him and he sees the end from the beginning, you know? It's us in the middle that are like, "Uh, even yeah. years could be like 45 seconds to the Lord and he has the ability to redeem that time." Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So the next time I'm like, oh, it's been so long. Oh, no, it's 45 seconds to you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Only 15 more to go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that's all so good. Do you have anything else that you specifically want to share with the audience or like a thought or word that you would like to leave them with before we close out today? I would say what I feel in my spirit is just stay the course that if you have been in a place where, you know, the Lord has told you, this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to build. This is how, you know, this season should look right now. Just stay the course and really let the Lord show you his faithfulness because I really believe there's a new depth to it. You know, it's like everything he does is new. (laughs) But I really believe there's just a new depth that the Lord is going to convey to his people. And 
you know, when we're faithful to him and, you know, we decide we're going to stick it out. I know for me, sometimes I've been in a place where I'm like, oh, I didn't really feel like there was a choice, but we always, but the the truth is, is we always do have a choice because we can be faithful or we can be unfaithful and we can, we can give up. And, you know, sometimes that happens and we just have to repent and come back. But yes, I just, I really feel like the Lord is going to wow us with his faithfulness in, in a, in a dimension and a depth that I don't think we have a grid for. And I really believe that there's just going to be increase almost like, you know, when you roll a snowball, you know, like you see in cartoons, you know, like how it, how it goes downhill and it just grows. I really feel like going, you know, we're starting this new year, but as it goes, as we choose to be faithful to him and we choose to stay with him, that we're going to see a dimension of his faithfulness that is like, wow, I didn't even know this was possible, you know, and God is really good at showing us how real he is. Oh yeah. Um, You know, he's really good at it. And so I feel like we're actually positioned to continue to see more and more of that and to not allow ourselves to get sidetracked because I mean, I just think that in the in the natural, it is, of course, going to look contrary. We're going to see so many contrary things to the goodness of God, but it doesn't alter his goodness. Right. It doesn't alter his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. It's just really a matter of our perspective of what are we go- going to allow to, to be the bigger thing? What am I going to focus on? But I really think stay the course. Like, that's just what I keep feeling in my spirit is just stay the yeah. course. and. Let God show you, let him show you his faithfulness. Let him show you his goodness in a way that you can't even comprehend, you know? And I don't know. I just think things are just going to be unlocked this year Mm -hmm. for people that have been held up. And, you know, I really believe that dreams and visions are going to continue to increase. I think like just the the volume of them for people are going to increase. But I think also the measure of encounter with God encountering people, I think is going to increase. I really believe deliverance is going to increase. I don't see that going (laughs) anywhere. And so I think just, you know, being intentional to partner with the Lord, to be faithful to him, but also to say, you know, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know, am, am I doing everything? Am I doing everything that is on your heart for me? Yeah. You know, and just, if it's not, just jump in, <laughs> just jump into whatever he says. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's so good. That's so good. Oh, thank you so much for coming on today, Casey. I like have fresh excitement about all of it just from talking with you today. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be able to be with you. Oh, I love it when you're able to come on. Thank you for joining us, listeners. Have a wonderful and blessed week, and I will talk to you next week.
again.